Hello and welcome to another Tissa Pod. I am Joy Pandey. Tune in for your entertainment scoop for the week. Yes, Umzanzi Celebville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. Now it's Friday, so as usual, we start with some music news. Now, DJ Tira has dropped Nyana a June 16 inspired song, obviously ahead of elections. We're getting into that season, and Nyana, he collaborated with uh, Uhevi K, he collaborated with Makazi, Zengumalo, uh, if I'm, pro- I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, and that's on a song, the name of Inkululeko. This is obviously inspired by Yes, Freedom Day, which is June 16, 1976. But it's also touching on what really freedom means to us. We chatted to him about uh, the song and he says, our talented youth has given up, has given up and drugs are winning. This is what he had to say. Uh, let's rather listen to a glimpse of what the song really sounds like. either be a good PR song or something that he genuinely feels could make a difference. I think um, despite his intentions, I think this is still a conversation we should be having ahead of elections. Um, I assume by now, of course, we should all be registered uh, to vote. I know I am just uh, like also apart from the fact that I'm very much confused about who I'm going to vote for. Um, yeah, so yeah, this song, obviously, another thing is that DJ Tira, we all know, he's quite a businessman. I actually was thinking, why did he use, why did he decide to release the song now instead of like in June? So let's just make sure the song does the rounds regardless because we got to keep the conversation going, right? Moving right along, congratulations are in order for Chad the Don as he recently revealed that he tied the knot again. That also being again because we all know that Haibo Kelukumalo. But anyway, he's moved on his life. He's found he's finally found his happily ever after. Uh, he took to his social media on Wednesday sharing a picture of him wearing his wedding attire alongside his wife. And you know what? He definitely looks happy. But if you don't know why it was a little bit of shade at the beginning of this conversation, if you remember in 2019, the rapper and and singer Kilukumalo referred to each other as husband and wife, had matching tattoos, and had this whole fairy tale romance that they were parading uh, and the media and on, on social media and everywhere else that they were really just you know, going around trying to convince us that they're together and very much in love. So that relationship obviously came to an end uh, with Kelly Kumalo, who went on Mac G at that point, saying that, hi, bro, this guy, no, he's too insecure uh, and I'm too much of a big artist to be in love with this man. So we had to end it. But I'm very glad to see that he is... Yeah, he's found his happily ever after and we wish them really all the best. And I hope this is not a music video. Again, come on, Chad. Now, in other news, uh, author Jackie Pamote's defamation case against Bastana Kumalo has been postponed to March 5th. Now, if, yo, 
this case has been ongoing. Uh, myself and a bunch of other media um, pupils, or rather my colleagues, we went to court on Tuesday uh, with to just witness what is really going on. It's rather get an update on this ongoing case. This has been going on for like years, since 2018, just because Jackie Pamosa decided to be a small girl and go on Twitter, now known as X, to post about an alleged gay sex tape involving the media mogul and her husband, uh, Romeo. Now, the author has since been found, found guilty on four charges, including defamation, criminal injury, violating a protection order, and so forth. And now, uh, when we appear, when she appeared rather on 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 Tuesday, I might add that she was definitely she looks very distraught. She might be parading on social media, making it seem like she's all good and happy, but uh, uh-uh, child, you definitely going through the most because what in the world is going on with you? So anyway, she appeared in court, um, and now we had to postpone the case again to the fifth of March because at this point uh judging by what i've been hearing in court it really seems like the the prosecutor really wants jakey behind bars that being mostly because this is a case that could really um help give us a little bit of progress in terms of alleviating any form of cyber bullying because she's clearly not showing remorse was the conversation she's not remorseful um and there was a a social worker who was uh, who took the stand trying to say that I think the sentencing that we should give Jackie Pamoto is for her to not go behind bars, but instead pay a fine of between 5,000 to 8,000 rand, uh, that being according to availability, and she would pay that in installments, as well as a public apology. And of course, the prosecutor just challenged that to say that she's not apologetic, so why should we make her go on uh, publicly and say that she's sorry. Also, that would be mostly like a slap on the wrist because people wouldn't really think that there would be any punishment to pretty much trying to break people's lives down. Um, Yeah, and for me, I definitely concur with the prosecutor, with him saying that Jackie Pamoto does not at all look remorseful. But is this case really worthy of her going behind bars? I'm not too sure. But also... This case has such a case has never happened. We've never had a case like this ever in South Africa. So maybe we do need to make an example. But let me know what you think, rather. Um, what do you what do you think Jackie's Pamotzi's sentencing really should be? Of course, on Tuesday next week, we'll be back in court again at Randburg to hear exactly what what kind of suitable sentencing she really deserves. Moving right along, Real Housewives of Durban star Jojo Robinson went under the knife again. Hi, bossy. She went under the knife to get some arm lift surgery. So she removed an excess of skin from her um, biceps. I would put it like that. Um, or around that area. This is after she got a t- tummy tuck two years ago. Um, now the conversation around this obviously is what is going on? Uh, I mean, she has the money also. But when I looked at uh, the video that she shared on social media, I really felt like that whole procedure was quite gruesome and all she could have just done is just lifted up five to six you know types of weights to kind of get that out the way uh but you know what at the end of the day she has the money she felt unhappy and she decided to do that i recall her also going on east coast radio uh last year in april if not mistaken where she was saying that she has more than 20 
procedures done to her body. When is it going to stop? And I can see because of her association with Nongku Williams, she's also kind of like getting affected to a certain point because she's also doing uh, a lot of changes to her body, to her face. So I really hope that at some point we get over this Kardashian syndrome and go for a walk or something. Come on now. In other news, adulting season two came to an end on Monday. And of course, we're all so sad. Oh, I know I am because for some reason, very shockingly, I was enjoying that show. And now it came to an end, but Lolly Native, the rapper, did make a, his acting debut uh, for the first time on first, yes, season one, just a little cameo. But season two, he had some lines, uh, which means, hi, bo, that's a big deal. Now you are definitely uh, getting into the acting sphere as well. Now, beyond his acting debut, I know that Lolly Native obviously did mention that he has some music also in the works. He's set to release his second album, Amanda, uh, which is quite telling of the space that he is right now in his life. Uh, but he's also quite inspired to bend into uh, the fashion space as well. He says he's going to be releasing an underwear line. I never expected this. Come on, Kim Kardashian. Come on, Skims. Come on, Asha. Um, he says while he'll be dropping some music, it will coincide with his fashion line. He does not want to go the typical route of T-shirt, print my name, and that's the merch. He says he's going to start with Andapende. And um, it's also inspired by the hip-hop type of culture of sagging pants. Now, that's that. On that, really all the best, Lolly Native, on your career. Definitely looking forward to seeing you more on the small screen. Coming into what's happening in the Big Brother house, if you're not watching, I think I should definitely recommend you watch Big Brother Mzanzi right now because it has us all captivated every week. We're just like, what is happening in that house? Who the hell did they put on the small screen? Who's really going to be taking this? We're not sure. Uh, a lot of people are leaning towards Jareed, but uh, maybe, I think maybe we might give it to... Uh, Let's give it to like a junior. Okay, let me not even try and guess who's going to win. Let's get into the fact that this week they did not have any evictions. So we have to take it back. Uh, of course, he spoke to Ali, who was the last or the, rather the fourth contestant uh, evicted from the show, uh, from the competition. But she was seemingly quite excited if you saw. Uh, I don't know if you caught up on that um, eviction. But she was very much excited when uh, they announced that she was leaving the house. And we spoke to her when when we spoke to her, rather. She said she wanted to she was excited to get back into focusing on motherhood and growing her business. Let's have a listen. You know, I missed my loved ones. I missed my daughter, my mom, my grandmother, my friends. You know, like I just missed being in my own space. And I had mentally, you know, checked out. Um, as a result, you know, and in the same breath, I wasn't going to do the whole voluntary exit thing. Um, I had told myself that the only way I would leave was through, you know, an eviction process. And it came at the right time. It came when I was ready for it and I was looking forward to it. So that's why I was, that's why I was happy, you know. So what are my plans now that I've garnered a following fan base? Well, my plans are to actually grow from, um, you know, where I currently am. Um, since there was this narrative or perception about me loving food in the house and overeating or whatever and spending my time in the kitchen, 
um, I've actually just decided that I'm going to venture into that food space, you know, into uh, the culinary space and actually make money out of it. And yeah, you know, serve people good food. And I also have a business called PM Celebrations. That is where I do flowers, gifting, um, events, um, coordination, events, decor, you know. And my flowers, my my flowers and gifts, you know, it's luxury flowers, luxury gifting, you know, bespoke gifting. So I look forward to growing that baby as well. You know, there are a couple of ideas that I have and I would like to break into broadcast, you know, be it radio, be it TV, um, in just the entertainment space. Moving right along, AKA's father, Tony Forbes, says he is cautiously optimistic. This is after the suspects appeared in court this week. So he says, well, this is, we're at the beginning stages rather of progress being made. Uh, but he's also thinking, uh-uh, is this really the master? Is the mastermind really amongst these subjects, the, the suspects that appeared in court? And of course, we don't want to speculate. I'm going to move on from that and rather have you listen to what he had to say. I felt better. I felt now I could put faces to this, to what happened to my son and to his friend. Mm. You know, and uh, obviously I want to see, I want to see the other faces as well. I want to know who's above them. You know, so for me, this is, um, it, it, it was positive that they were compelled to take their masks off because now, I, you know, for me, it, it feels more real. I can, those are the people I can hold accountable. I know that you've got to still go through a trial, um, but I feel I wanted to experience that. It's part of my closure is to be here, to, to, to get closer to the truth, to find out who did it. And, and that's a starting point. So I feel, I can't say I feel good, um, but I feel that, um, you know, it, it's, it started putting the faces to, to what's happened to, to, to Kenan and to Teeps. This being a year after AKA's uh, passing or death, uh, it's quite interesting that we're only getting a breakthrough just right before elections. This is what Stephen Gessie actually said about this. And I think I kind of concur that it's, it's a really a coincidence that this progress is coming after, uh, rather amid uh, uh, election season. Or did they really have to break the news now? Not too sure about that. Uh, you should tell me what you have to say about that. I kind of concur or rather uh, his comment definitely did make me um, you know kind of raise my eyebrows and say hmm is it really a coincidence or are we just trying to score points here but at the end of the day uh, this is a small progress uh, this week aka um, a justice for aka was trending on social media and I saw uh, fifth season's Benza or Raphael Benza saying that we want real justice for AKA. And I feel like that's definitely some words that we should all be echoing. And hopefully we're not just, it's not another Senzo Miwia type of a case. You know, when we just bring people who have nothing to do with this thing, <laughs> you know, there's a whole, I know I saw people on social media circling images of these suspects and saying, ah, this is the guy. Um, regardless of everything, I think we should just be a little bit excited. 
a little bit cautiously excited or cautiously optimistic as Tony's um, or Tony Forbes uh, mentioned. Um, hopefully there will be progress. Obviously we'll be keeping you up to date uh, as and when it happens, that is. But next week is a big, big, big week uh, in terms of the news. We're expecting people to appear in court again. And Ando Duma should be back in court. Uh, this week uh, but over like a spat with the neighbor which i really feel like is the most pettiest story ever in the history of making trying to make headlines um but of course jackie mapamuta's case again yeah as she appears to hear her sentencing whether she'll be behind bars or whether she's gonna make a false apology publicly so let's stay tuned for that but that's it for this edition of the chess apart Remember, you can find our latest podcast review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Chester Live. This Chester Pod is a Times Live production. I've been your host, Joanne Pande. Until next time, it's goodbye for now.